0: Broadcasting live from the Treasure Island Sportsbook. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Live
1: on the road,
0: here's your boy, Q.
1: Yeah, buddy. Here we are on this
2: Friday, live at the TI, Treasure Island's where I'm at. Golden Circle Sportsbook. Always excited to be here. Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary Roughness coming off the heels of JT the brick. Going to roll right into in the huddle and we're gonna do this I every day I come on the radio and I say you know what two hours is not enough for me I need I need to get more hours I need to find a way to steal more hours on the radio well today I successfully found a way to steal more hours and not only did I find a way to steal more hours I found a way to steal more hours on the road it really doesn't get any better than that I'm literally at Treasure Island in the Golden Circle Sportsbook sitting around looking at the replay of last night's uh, New York Watching the football team game. We all know how that shook out. Watching the football team wins by one. If you didn't know, spoiler alert. Also looking around, there's different T V shows on FS One, on ESPN, one of my least favorite guys is on, Jalen Rose. Shout out to him. He's on T V right now.
3: No, my a, least favorite.
2: He he's your least favorite too?
3: No, why is he your least favorite? I don't one think, of them.
2: I think he just tries too hard. That's all. You know, he's 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 really cool. We all know he's from Detroit. He's let us know that a bazillion times. I get it. I just think that he tries too hard. Like, there's a lot of times he'll throw in a bunch of hip-hop lingo when it doesn't really fit. You know, he'll start quoting Biggie, and it really doesn't go along in the sentence. So it doesn't feel like it's natural to me. But with that being said, hes I mean, he's, he's good at what he does. I just think that he tries too hard. And I don't really need to see him, and he's not like this today, so it probably would be a bad description. But usually he sits up there on the show with uh, Jacoby. And he's got his baseball bat. I don't need to see, you know, you with a baseball bat in your hand. I get it. I get it. You're trying to come with the – got the hood approach. It's cool. I get it. But you can just be yourself, you know. But either way, I don't know. It's funny. I'm just not a big Jalen Rose guy. With that being said, though, when we were in San Francisco for the Super Bowl, (laughs) you know, it's one of those rat races where you try to get as many good interviews as possible. So Jalen Rose has a good name, regardless if I like him or not. He has a good name. So I saw him, and he wasn't really doing a whole lot. So I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and try to interview Jalen Rose. So I did. Knocked out about three or four minute interview with Jalen Rose, and it was so funny. The first thing that my mom said when she found out I was interviewing Jalen Rose, she's like, "You don't even like that guy." I go, "I know, but he's got a name. <laughs> he's got a name." So I'm gonna go ahead and do it. So yeah, there's there's my Jalen Rose story. But I mean, he's he's good at what he does. Shout out to him. Just think he tries too hard. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to drag him. I'm just you know, just it just is what it is. Just not my favorite guy. But the point of the whole matter is we're here and I'm going to be here all the way up until 6 p.m. So normally I get off the air at 4 and I just feel like I have that extra energy and I feel like I have to go do another show so I go to the house and I start knocking out more radio shows. Well today I don't have to worry about that. I got 4 hours to be here at the TI, at the Golden Circle Sportsbook, which means da 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 you have 4 hours to come by and hang out. And that's a beautiful thing. It's a Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got, well, even if you do have a job and you got something to do, who cares? It's Friday. Come on out. Hang out with us. Uh, we got all kind of stuff hanging out here with us to uh, give you. We'll, we'll find some stuff to give you. And if not, have some lunch. Uh, you know, talk some sports with us. Check out all the great action on all the fantastic TVs that they have going on here. Of course, they have a bunch of drink specials, a bunch of food specials. And, I mean, again, you're not at work, and you're not hanging out with someone that you don't want to hang out with. You can come hang out with us. So uh, I, I suggest you do that. Between now and 6 o'clock, I will be here. Vinny Bonsignor, who's always on at 4 o'clock in the huddle, he will join the show at 4 o'clock, but he's in Pittsburgh. If you follow him on Twitter, at at Vincent Bonsignor, I believe that's his Twitter account, Uh, he's already taking pictures of the airport there in Pittsburgh as he's preparing for the Raiders and the Steelers on Sunday. He took off a little bit early. I'll be taking off super early in the morning tomorrow and then get there tomorrow afternoon. But Vinny got a jump on me, so he's in Pittsburgh, and he'll join the show at 4 o'clock. Uh, so we have a bunch of guests that we have coming up on the show that I'm excited about, but we've got an action-packed show live from the TI and also live from Pittsburgh. So we're in two places at the same time. That's how we get down. Uh, but Devon, who's back in the studio, my tag team partner, man, how are you doing this afternoon? How's everything at the home studios? Is uh, is the building still still doing okay since I'm not there?
3: It's hanging on by a thread, you know. The the place is missing your presence, obviously.
2: (laughs) Clearly not. (laughs) Clearly not. I think it's okay without me there, but that's good. As long as you're holding it down, we're good to go. But coming up on the show today at 2.30, very excited about this guest, Dr. Deneen Vaughn. And if that name's familiar to you, maybe you saw her on ESPN on the broadcast of Monday Night Football uh, this past week when the Raiders... Hosted the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, she is the Raiders 2020 Fan of the Year, and I'm so excited. I met her Monday morning at Allegiant Stadium, as we did all our shows live from the stadium. I met her that morning. She was going through some some photo shoot with ESPN. They were kind of uh, following her and tracking her story, and and she's really a cool person, and she's doing some really good things. I don't think I could describe it any better than she's a really cool person and has a really good heart, and she's doing some good things in the community. And that is so important, and that's very important to me as well. Uh, We always talk about athletes. We always talk about the game. We always talk this, that, and the other. A lot of times we don't highlight the people that are doing a lot of work behind the scenes to try to help the community, try to help our kids that are growing. She's been an educator for over 30 years in either a teacher form, an assistant principal form, in the front office. I mean, she's she's been on the grind. And she's been living in the Las Vegas area since 2017. That's when she found out the Raiders were headed here as well. And she's just been, in, like I said, grinding, doing her thing. So in 2020, she becomes the Raiders fan of the year. And what she's doing, and everyone who's a fan of the year, of all 32 teams across the league, they all have some kind of commitment that they have to the community, and Dr. Denine Vaughn is no different. What she does, she has PSLs to the game, and we all know, we all know that the PSLs are very expensive to go see the Raiders. Well, what she's doing, she has two tickets. She goes to the game, but she also takes a student to a game who is doing a really good job either in class or maybe a, a student who has overcame something. Uh, you know or's got something going on like the student that she took with her this past Monday night who actually has been dealing with uh, sobriety you know and it's it's, it's kind of crazy when you talk about sobriety and you talk about you know um, you know depending on drugs and and, and alcohol and knowing that you know, particulars on the Raiders, like a Darren Waller, like a Max Crosby, those guys dealt with their own issues and are, are bouncing back from it and have been sober now, Darren Waller, for over four years, Max Crosby for about 18-plus months. I mean, that's, that's a great story for them who are professional athletes. But then you think, think about a student. So that's who she brought to the game with her on Monday. I mean, that's just she's, – she's doing selfless work. You know, she's giving an opportunity to someone that probably did not have the opportunity to go to the game and putting an incentive in front of them. Hey, if you do this, if you achieve your goals, if you work really hard, I'm going to help you out, and I'm going to take you somewhere where you probably won't have an opportunity to, to go. And I know that I'm telling the story. I'm not even giving it the justice that, that you'll hear at 2.30 when she joins the show. But uh, very important to me, I have family that have been educators – uh, my aunt was an educator for a very long time. My cousin got into the field. Uh, my uncle was a, a, a coach for a very long time. Uh, just like I talk about high school football coaches and how much they mean, uh, not only on the football field but off the football field, how much they help the community, how much high school football helps the community. Well, Dr. Deneen Vaughn here is also helping the community in her own way, and so I want to make sure to take out a good chunk of time, however much time she wants, We're going to take this chunk of time out to talk about the good things that she's doing because, again, we cannot have enough Dr. Deneen Vaughn's. We cannot have enough people that look out for our kids. When we send our kids to school, we don't know where we're sending them or who we're sending them with. But when there's people like Dr. Deneen Vaughn there to know that they're protecting our kids and helping our kids grow, you feel a lot more comfortable. You feel a lot uh, happier knowing that your kids are safe and they're in a good environment and they're learning. And so at some point they're going to grow and, and, and be an uh, uh, outstanding citizen or, or give them an opportunity at least to be an outstanding citizen in our community. So Dr. Deneen Vaughn joins us at 2.30. At 3 o'clock we'll have Cover 3 NFL news and notes of the day. Lots of injuries, lots of injuries, and lots of injuries. And I've had so many people hit me up. Q, uh, do we need to look at uh, strength and conditioning for the Raiders? There's a lot of injuries. No, man, no. It's across the league. There's a lot of issues going on, a lot of injuries throughout the course of the league. There's a laundry list of guys, big-time names, that are on the IR that are going to miss two or three weeks. Speaking of missing in two or three weeks, I know one guy who's going to miss one week for sure for the Raiders, running back Josh Jacobs. We were just in a media session about an hour ago, uh, maybe a little bit over an hour ago, with John Gruden, and he was asked about Josh Jacobs, how's he looking, he wasn't at practice today. And real quick, he said, no, nah, he's out. He's out. So... Josh Jacobs, who's dealing with a toe injury and an ankle injury, he is out for the game on Sunday. Uh, that's a big deal. Of course, Kenyon Drake has been brought in as a free agent, so he'll help fill that void. But also Barber, uh, Peyton Barber, the, the running back that was brought in off the Washington football team practice squad and signed, he's going to be a factor. And I know a lot of people say, what about Trey Regas? What about Trey Regus? Put Regus in the game. John Gruden told us that Barber's going to have a big role on Sunday. So, I'm not trying to say Trey Regis can't, can't fill that void. I'm not saying he's not going to get into the game. I'm just telling you what the man told us. He said that Barber, they're excited about him and that he's going to play a major role on, uh, on Sunday. So I'm just going to take it for what he said. Expect to see Barber. Expect to see Drake. Maybe you'll see Trey Regis, but those are going to be the, the one-two punch that you'll expect to see, or I expect to see at least, on Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So cover three NFL news and notes coming up at 3 o'clock at 3.30 – Jeff Benson from Circa Sports is going to join us, kind of talk about three uh, NFL games that uh, I'll, find, uh, I'll find some games on the schedule that I'm looking at, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to Jeff about all things, uh, all things money lines and talk about some games that you can win some money on and also talk about the good events that they have going on at the Circa, the big contest that they have where you can win a ton, ton of money. So that's Jeff Benson will be at 3.30. Then, 4 o'clock, as I mentioned, Vinny Bonsignor is going to join the show uh, from Pittsburgh and, you know, give you the sights and sounds of what's going on there. And then we're going to double down at 4.30. We're going to talk to my guy, Lee Sterling, from Paramount Sports. And he's also going to talk some some money lines. And we'll get... We'll get his thoughts on the Raiders in Pittsburgh. We'll, we'll make sure. We'll save that game for Lee Sterling. Uh, Jeff Benson will join us, we'll talk some other games. But we'll talk some college football with Lee. We'll talk some NFL with Lee. We'll, uh, we'll go pretty deep with uh, Lee Sterling. That's my guy from ParamountSports.com. He'll join us at 430. And then at 5 o'clock, to Sean Reed from The Athletic who was also at the media session this afternoon, is there every single day that there's a media session, every single practice. Uh, he's got his eyes on the team, and so he'll give his rundown, his thoughts on what he thinks uh, he heard from John Gruden, what he saw from practice today, and just the team in general as they head in 1-0 to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday at Heinz Field. Both teams 1-0 on the season, so something has got to give, right? Someone's going to take an L, so... That's the rundown right there, and, of course, we're going to go all the way up till 6 o'clock here at the TI Treasure Island. Golden Circle Sportsbook is the location, so I want to throw it out there. And, DeMond, I'll even start with you because, well, you know, I always like to hear from you throughout the course of the show. I hate it when we're not, uh, you know, when I'm not in studio with you because then I feel like I don't get you involved in the show as much, but I still want to start things off with you. As far as this game goes on Sunday... What are you looking for? What do you think? Especially knowing that Josh Jacobs is going to be out. What do you believe is going to be a key to a ga- to this game on Sunday? How do the Raiders come out with a victory? Or do you think that the Raiders can't come out with a victory?
3: Well, I think they're going to come out with a victory because I picked them to win. So, <laughs> well, You
2: might have changed your mind.
3: No, no, no. We no, didn't not- know
2: Josh Jacobs was out yesterday, Smarty.
3: You know what's so funny? Where you were talking about and people like, put Regus in. Like, I wish you would have been in here because I was just cracking up because you remember the movie Friday Night Lights where it's just like, you want to win, let Boogie yeah. spin. Right? That's why I was just like, yo, you want to win, put Regus in. <laughs> and that's what people are going to be saying if they don't get, like, you know, 10 yards on the first rush. But yeah, yeah. I do think that the offensive line is going to be important. It's yeah. just like what I said last week with Baltimore. Like, the offensive line and the defensive line, if they can get after Big Ben, I think they'll be fine. Like, if, if Yannick – if he can play just a little bit, if he like just like eighty percent, I think that'll be enough for the Raiders because I think Crosby showed that like he's a number one on that defensive
2: line. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. All right. Well, I like that. I like that. Uh good stuff, Tavon. Good stuff. So we'll we'll uh we'll go through the course of the show. I want to hear from you, Raider Nation. Of course, the Raider Nation listening line is always wide open, like some old school TV antennas. Hit us up at 702 365 9200 Salmon Ash text line as well, 69187 keyword. R N R again six nine one eight seven keyword R N R and Damon who'd you say we had up first?
3: Rich in Oakland.
2: Rich at the five one zero. Welcome to Unnecessary Roughness. What's on your mind this afternoon? Hey, what's good? Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday to you, brother.
4: Yeah. Hey, aren't we glad that we signed Kenyon Drake.
2: Right. Right.
4: And everybody, everybody was complaining. I, I, I was like, man, you know, they were they were getting at me when we signed them because I said it was, you know, it was it was it, it, we're we're cashing out. But he's a stud, and we can't rely on Josh Jacobs. That's the problem, you know. He, because he's been in the league, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's he hasn't missed too many games. He's missed he's missed five games, I think, out of like thirty-four or something like that. Right. But he's always banged up. He's yeah. Always banged up, and he's always with a nagging injury. And man, it's such a blessing that we have Cam and Drake because he's really an RB one. Yeah. Along with Jacobs, you know, so. Yep. Going, going to, to this game, I feel like it's going to be a lot of quick passes from Derek Carr. I feel like people people shouldn't should freak out when Leatherwood is going to get beat by TJ Watt. You know, he has a lot of learning to do. He has a long way to go. But I feel like with us putting a tight end on the side to help him out, he should do all right. But it's going to be a quick, a lot of quick passes from Derek. We got to get the running game going one way or another. You know, but I, I have faith in Kenyon Drake that we'll be able to to do what we have to do. The O-line got to gotta stick together, and I feel like this is a game that Trayvon Merrick is going to have his first interception because we know that uh, Roethlisberger is a little careless with the ball.
5: But yeah. uh,
4: going forward, I feel like this, this, I don't see why we can't leave Pittsburgh without being 2-0. and So I have a lot of confidence in this team. I hope we pull out the dub. And before I get finished, I want to say uh, happy birthday to Kumani
2: and
1: uh,
4: rest in paradise. And uh, hope we can, I hope we can get this win for him this weekend.
2: Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Good call, my man. Good call. And uh, yeah, good stuff. And uh, yeah, my older son's birthday would be on uh, on Sunday, man. So shout out to shout out to Kimani, the original little Q. Uh, big ups to him. And yeah, this game, I've coined this game uh, Kimani's game. Every game has a title, right? Every game has a name, so I'm calling this one Kimani's game. I appreciate the uh, the kind words, my man. And and uh, I'll say this, as far as you said, Trayvon Merrick may come up with his first uh, interception of his career. I think that this is a prime game for that because Ben Roethlisberger is as good as he is. And, you know, John Gruden is funny. Adam Hill from uh, the Las Vegas Review-Journal also is part of Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas, asked him about people writing off Big Ben, and he got – John Gruden got a little offended. Matter of fact, I think, DeMond, I think you have that soundbite in there, don't you, where he, he almost got a little offended, like, wait a minute, who's writing off who's writing off Big Ben? And it's funny because – I understand where where John Gruden was coming from. He's not he's not writing off Big Ben at all. He respects the hell out of Big Ben. I know I respect the hell out of Big Ben. But there was a point where, you know, people were starting to kind of write him off and say, hey, he's done. The Steelers are going to move on from him. They made him restructure his contract. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. So I understand completely where Adam Hill was coming from. But it was so funny to hear John Gruden kind of get uh, a little fired up and uh, almost a little argumentative. When it came to Big Ben, here was that response to uh, about people writing off Big Ben.
4: Who wrote him off? I mean, write those names down. I'd like to know who wrote him off. I mean, really. Who wrote him off? Who, why would you write him off? I don't know why you'd write him off. He's still a hell of a player, great competitor. He loves the big moments. I'm not going to sit here and, and uh, argue with you over it, but there's a lot of people making statements that are just ridiculous.
2: <laughs> so there's, there's John Gruden. Who's writing him off? And it's so funny because he said that at first. When he said it, I, I just thought he was just saying, you know, who's writing them off? Like, we're not writing them off. But then it's uh, he he responded again and looked at Adam almost like, no, who's writing them off? Like, tell me who's writing them off. Give me names. Yeah, give me names. I need a list. Give me a list. And he wasn't having it.
3: So and I also love when someone says, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. Right. But I clearly think you're wrong.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. And it's so funny because he said, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. Adam wasn't arguing (laughs) adam was just well you know hey uh there was a time when people were saying and which they were they were but john gruden's main point was he wasn't writing off big ben he has never written off big ben and look this is not a guy that you could take lightly and i know there's a great a great stat that's floating around there that he's never won in oakland which is true he hasn't you know and i know that the raiders actually have a lot of good success against the steelers uh but this team is going to be playing at home it's at heinz field there's going to be fans in the stands. They're going to be fired up. It's a old school rivalry, you know. They're these are two teams that back in the day were kind of cut the same way, blue collar, you know, kind of nasty edge to them. I mean, you know, there's a lot to like about this. Now I know it's not back in the day. It's 2021, and some times have changed, but it's still you got you get a little bit of you get a little something in your neck, man. When you when you look at this kind of game, when it comes to the Steelers and the Raiders, and so it should be a fun one. And, uh, you know, going back to Big Ben, I do think he has an opportunity to create or throw a couple interceptions or, you know, or turn the ball over a couple times. Like Lamar Jackson fumbled a couple times. I can see Max Crosby putting a big hit on Big Ben and him dropping the ball. He's been known to turn the ball over. He gets a little loose. One thing I noticed from that that game on Sunday against the Bills, and that's the beautiful thing about playing on Monday Night Football, the Raiders playing on Monday Night Football, I got to watch football all day on Sunday. So I, I studied pittsburgh in a major way i said hey that's the next opponent for the raiders i want to watch to see what they do and i did notice that big ben and this look it's just the first game of the season but he got a little loose with the ball multiple times he threw the ball a little high got over the receivers a couple times and that's when going back to our call my man rich out of the 510 saying that you know merrick could come up with his first interception one of the easiest interceptions is when you're playing center field and that thing floats right over the wide receiver bloop Right into the bread basket, going the other way. You know what they they yell out, DeMond? Do you know what they yell out? Let me test your knowledge. Do you know what they yell out when they see that ball come in there like that? Uh, uh, No. (laughs) Cookies. You don't know about that? You ain't about that?
3: No, the I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. To that for me, that's more of a basketball term.
2: It is. It is. That's where it started. It was basketball. But uh, that's what uh, that's what a center fielder in uh, in football says too. When that when that uh, ball floats over the head like that, and it's just a simple, easy one. Yeah, it's it originated on the uh, on the on the hoop court. You're right about that. But that's a uh, that's also what that that free safety back there who's gonna get that easy pick. That's what that is. That's that easy pick. It's almost like that mouse in the house. You know, mouse in the house. That's another basketball term. But uh, when you know that you got a mismatch, like when you see Darren Waller lined up on seventh round, a seventh round draft pick, Trey Norwood out of Oklahoma, that's when you know you look up for mouse in the house. <laughs> you know that means Waller's about to kill you.
3: You know and, what else you don't ever want to hear? Barbecue chicken.
2: I bet you heard that <laughs> a lot when you were on the football field, huh? You lined up, and they're like, ah, we got some barbecue chicken over here. It's a wrap."
3: All right, man. Just man, you ain't have to go there, man. Maybe they saying. did. Maybe they didn't. <laughs>
2: that's all right, man. You're my guy. You're my guy. So I do want to hear from you, Raider Nation. Thank you for starting us off, Rich. That was a great call, 702-365-9200. Also, we got the Salmon Ash text line wide open like some old-school TV antennas, 69187, keyword R&R. Raider Reggie, you're up next. What's on your mind, my
1: man? My guy, Q, boy, when I hear your voice, dog, I feel like I'm back in the bay. I just <laughs>
5: feel,
1: like, I feel like I'm on the 101, 280, 580 – yeah. Somewhere trying to get that radio hit because I was always trying to be on, even in the back. Yes, man. I'm I'm inspired by Mr. Gruden, man, Coach Gruden. Some of the stuff he said, man. That's that's the one thing about him too. When he came back, I was a little leery of him. Like I know he knows the game. It's not that he don't know the game. It's just this new generation. Would they buy into what he talk about? You know, like go sell they self out to do what he asked them to do. Right, right. And I am I said that I was going to give him three years. So this year I'm, like, looking for a whole lot of things to happen, right? Yeah. And so now this year I see that they got that movement towards the uptick. We got an uptick on our defense. It actually looks like our offense, with all the changes that happened, all the line that got changed out, they got an uptick in them young guys. They're actually, for, for what they did for Derek on Monday night, I, I believe that's an uptick, that they're moving up. And I'm hoping that they continue that. And with that being said, I was saying something earlier on, JT, that you could have the talent, you could have the God given gifts, and, and you could be this superstar from college or high school. But once you get in the big game, man, you have to have intent. you got to be intentional to make those changes and to make those strides to be better. And I see it in our boy Max, man. I really see him climbing and clawing. Look at Darren Waller, Waller, what he does. I'm hoping all these young guys take it in consideration and start really taking that leadership to move forward because, we thin, man. We thinning out like wheat thin. You yeah, know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I'm just hoping, man. I'm looking for uh, Mad Max, man, to get to get what two sacks. Let, let's let's get Max off to a two weeks in a row. AFC different <laughs> defensive, play, you know what I'm saying? I know. Let's get... <laughs> man and so i'm not gonna be able to go to pittsburgh this year i be i usually travel with the team the black hole we travel well man yeah so when you get back home when you come and you see these uh dolphins these these uh tuna fish come rolling up in the Allegiant stadium man look for the silver and black panther we're gonna be rolling hard raider nation stand up
2: There he goes. Good stuff right there, Raider Reggie. Great call, my man. Great call. Love the passion. Love the fire. Uh, Love the energy. And I'll definitely make sure to check you out uh, week three against the Miami Dolphins. Up first, though, got week two, the Pittsburgh Steelers early kickoff, 10 a.m. on the West Coast. Let me go through the... The uh, injury report real quick and then we'll take a break and we'll get to Dr. Deneen Vaughn joining us next. I'm so excited about this upcoming interview, but real quick for the Raiders. Uh, Full participant Alec Ingold, he was dealing with a fibula injury. injury. He's been limited all week long. He was full today, so that's a good thing. Uh, Andre James, the center, he was a full uh, participant. He's dealing with the elbow injury. He's been full all week, so he's obviously good to go. Safety Dallin Levitt. he's been full all week dealing with the hip injury. Those are the guys that were full. How about the guys that did not participate and are out? Guard, Richie Incognito, out. Again, I don't think he's played as much this season. I just don't see it. I already mentioned Josh Jacobs, toe and ankle injury, out. Nick Wachowski, concussion, out. Marcus Mariota, quad, out. Mentioned him, too. Mentioned him a couple times now. I'm just kind of... I'm over the Marcus Mariota experiment. We can get into that conversation later, but I'm so over that. I thought he was going to be a really good backup for the team. Thought he was some good insurance. Thought he could be a weapon. You saw what he did on one on one uh one call one run, one run or one thank you one run, uh, thirty one yards, and then he was out. So I'm kind of over the whole Marcus Mariota experiment. But you know their contract kind of says that they're gonna or he's gonna stick around as well as Richie Incognito. Uh, Roderick Teamer, ankle injury. He is out. And then guys that were limited, Unique Ngakwe, is dealing with the hamstring injury. And I actually asked John Gruden a question about Unique Ngakwe and what it meant that he's even out there practicing. We'll get to that in a little bit. Also, Denzel Perryman with a hip injury. He was limited as well. So uh, we'll get to that John Gruden soundbite. We'll also get to Dr. Deneen Vaughn coming up in just a hot second. But real quick, going to hustle out to the Raider Nation listener line and talk to my guy, Maui Raider. What's on your mind this afternoon, my man?
4: What's up, Q? Just trying to recuperate still
2: from last week, man. <laughs> That's right. right. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate <laughs> you being here.
4: Yeah, no, it was a blast, man. It was one of those moments. I know JT talked about it all week. You did. It was one of those things you'll never forget. I was confused. I was in a state of confusion for about 10 minutes as to what was going on. But at the end of the day, I'll take the result. That was awesome. Right. But I just want to talk about the game Sunday. I think the only way we win is if we're plus two in turnovers. I think it's going to come down to that. I think Carr had his rust in the first half. He'll come out firing this game. I think the only way we win, though, is if we, we dominate the turnover battle. That's my prediction. Okay. Plus two.
2: Plus two. Okay. That'll Plus work. Two. Hey, man, you get you get turnovers and you cash them in. That's the thing. You got to get turnovers and you got to cash them into points.
4: No doubt. And, I, and we did last week. And then on yep. top of that, um, we, we also, which I know you guys talked about it, but, you know, 75% stop on third, third down last week was huge. When was the last time we could say that?
2: Right. Right. Yep. it was crazy. But
4: I, yeah, enjoy your trip, man. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
2: Thank you, my man. Thank you. It's always great to uh, catch up with you. It's always great to talk to you, and it was a pleasure uh, seeing you in person again, man. It's awesome. Uh, I really appreciate all of Raider Nation that showed up and showed out this past weekend uh, as in preparation for Monday's game. So uh, good stuff right there from Maui Raider. Coming up next, live from TI, the Golden Circle Sportsbook, hanging out with unnecessary roughness, we got Dr. Deneen Vaughn. She's going to talk about being fan of the year for the Raiders in 2020 and also – Going to talk about all the awesome community work that she is doing and how she's making she's making differences in young people's lives. That's all coming up next. Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back, Welcome back
0: to Unnecessary Roughness.
2: Unnecessary Roughness.
0: Here on Raider Nation Radio 920.
2: I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today.
0: Here's your boy, Q.
2: Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Very pleased to bring on a very special guest right now. That's Dr. Deneen Vaughn, who just happens to be Raiders 2020 Fan of the Year. I got to meet her on Monday at Allegiant Stadium, spend some time with her, and and get a little bit of her story immediately new. Had to have her on the show. So, uh, Dr. Vaughn, off top, I definitely appreciate you making some time. And you've been in the educator's field for quite a while. Just what does that mean to you, just being, you know, an educator and and helping out with young children?
5: Okay. so first off, thanks, Q, for having me on. Um, Love to rep the Raiders. And love to rep education. What being an educator means to me. I went into the field to help people, and I lead with that. Right. Um, I think it's a god a god given gift because in every aspect of my life, uh, I I've done that. I've been a, a, an educator for over thirty years. I was first a teacher, then an assistant principal, a principal, uh, director of curriculum and grants. And um, my career path brought me to Las Vegas in 2017, uh, where I started in the district as a a grant writer. and Now I'm a coordinator out in the Region 3 area uh, in the Clark County School District. Always, no matter what my position has been, I've always really leaned into helping students. So even when I left the building level, I always looked to the ways that I could use my platform at work, my position to support young people. And I've been able to do that in a couple of ways. Um, Prior to becoming fan of the year, one of the cool things I did when I was a grant writer in the district was I wrote that NFL grant that helped um, pay for the astroturf and and retrofitting of the lights at at Rancho high school. So I thought, that was cool. That was one of the ways that I married football and education early in my career here um, in Nevada in, in the school district. So just always looking for ways to help young people.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. And that's why, like I said, as soon as we started talking on Monday, I knew that, hey, I gotta get you on the show because we need to to, to highlight things like this and, and we need to highlight people like you that are, are giving back to the community and really helping out in a major way. And so, uh, like I said, appreciate your time and, and the willingness to share your story. And, you know, being fan of the years, it's, it's gotta be really special. You were able to go to Cleveland and announce the Raiders fifth round pick turned into Nate Hobbs, which, by the way, really good player. <laughs> Raider Nation is very excited about Nate Hobbs. Uh, what was that whole you know experience like going to Cleveland and, and being on that stage and announcing Nate Hobbs and then saying, just win, baby, at the end? How did all that feel?
5: That was the culmination of the full experience. It was an honor to be um, asked by the Raiders organization to even go and represent them. And I knew I'd be repping the two legacies, Las Vegas and the Raiders. So I had to take the shiny jacket. Again, what you saw in the announcement of Nate um, coming to the Raider family was the culmination. What the background of that was is when all 32 teams selected a fan of the year, they also created the NFL, created a directory. And we reached out to each other and we all became Facebook friends. Wow! And so we, that was in November. So we had a lot of the season friendly jeering of each other when (laughs) we, you know, played each other. I mean, we really became like family. It was announced, you know, before the draft, even that um, we would have the draft here. It would be given back to us. Right in 2022, and uh the pro bowl even so we are still on the same facebook group the fan of the year experience has given me an opportunity to again meet a group of like-minded and open-hearted people because every fan of the year does something for their community that makes them special that made their team choose them and i think we've developed some lifelong friendships now so that happened behind the scenes and that is rich and it will carry for the rest of my life i feel like anytime i go to a game in another city i have a family there right that i can reach out to now we don't beat them okay when we go there there's no there's no no plan with that i'm ready i'm i mean i'm gonna bleed silver and black right but at the core of everything being fan of the year that's probably the richest piece is developing those re- relationships with the other fans that's awesome super fans and, and the other, and the other um of, of the other teams
2: that's cool. That's that's really cool. That's a nice little, you know, backstory on that and something that we would have never known. And that's why, again, I appreciate you being on the show. We're, we're talking right now with Dr. Deneen Vaughn here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. And, and when we talked on Monday, you were kind of going through a photo shoot with ESPN. I was preparing for my radio show, but we kind of talked for a few minutes about what you had going on and the fact that and they even highlighted it during the game on Monday night that, you know, you bring a student, an exceptional student, somebody who goes you know above and beyond the call of duty and just really is shining you know in the classroom at the school you bring them to a game and experience something that they may not have the opportunity to do uh on their own what made you go in that direction how did you come up with that idea
5: as an educator name a teacher pick a teacher whether they work in in, an urban area um, where there's high poverty rural area same way high poverty lack of resources Or in the fluent area. Teachers always go above and beyond for their students. I had the pleasure, the honor, and and just again, the the the, through servant leadership Mm -hmm. uh, as a teacher and as an administrator to always, I was always buying things for my students, um, particularly the ones that didn't have. And so when I got to be fans, fan of the year, it was just a natural extension for me. Uh, I had PSLs. I know what those cost. Right. I have two seats and I do have a husband who you know, I have to take to some games. <laughs> but I was like, wait, it's just a natural offshoot for me to give to kids. I always have my whole career. And so I thought I could change the trajectory of somebody's life. It's tough to be what you can't see. But when a kid is exposed or they have uh, the ability to see something that they would not have, they just naturally begin to aspire differently. It's always for the better. And I knew when I got those PSLs, I would be bringing some students to games. It's just a natural offshoot of being an educator, looking out for my kids and taking care of them.
2: That's awesome. It it really is. And I have family that are, you know, are educators and we're educators retired now. My aunt was a longtime teacher in in Oakland and and, and my cousin. And that's not an easy job. I mean, it's really not. It takes a special person to be in the education field. And, you know, you're almost you're and, you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. It's almost like you're a mother away from the house. You're a mentor
5: away from the house. You're a leader. How about cafeteria worker custodian bus driver whatever (laughs) your title is, you might be a teacher that might be what you get paid for and what's on your contract you're everything for some kids um there was one educator that said on your worst day as an educator you're some kids best hope wow that's powerful and that is so true so they're not going to ask a lot of the kids that that have the most need are the ones that are the least likely to reach out. So we have to, um, even with these PSLs, go out and and just offer it. They have pride. Uh, They may not have much, but they have their dignity, and we want them to have that. But we offer it, and they, you know, of course they want it. Everybody wants it. There are people with means that want it that can't. Right, of for course. P.S.L.s sure. or for sure. other other entertainment on the strip, but yet education is a calling. Yes. It really, and you have to be on a mission because it certainly still doesn't pay the way that it demands on your
2: life right i but agree it's a,
5: it's a labor of love for those of us that love it so we're glad
2: to do it right absolutely and we appreciate it uh, appreciate all the educators that go uh, above and beyond the call of duty each and every day for our kids growing up we like i said we couldn't thank you enough what have been the students reaction to to what you are doing and, and and giving them that opportunity to go and, and witness a raider game at Allegiant stadium
5: you know what uh, so Starting with the parents' reaction, because I um, had the principals select students. I don't work in the schools anymore. I work at an office. And I let the principals pick those students that really either deserved it or needed that extra something. And of course, I spoke with the parents first just to make sure that, you know, this is this is workable for them, that their kid's going to be with me. I'm going to take care of them while we're in the stadium and we're going to have a great time. And I'm going to pick them up here, drop them off here. And <laughs> you can pick them up here, that kind of thing. Right. The parents have been elated. They've been amazing. Now the one student who I've taken um, to the game and his story has been told, he shared it um, publicly. He attends mission high school and he's a recovering from substance abuse. He was coming upon his first year of sobriety, and mm. that's why his principal chose him. She thinks the world of him. I think so, too. I met him on that day, but he's the neatest young man. And he was most impressed by just the beauty of the stadium. He's like, this place is awesome. A couple words that I can't on there. Right. But, um, he just thought he was just more impressed with, the look of the stadium and the atmosphere just being there. And I think that was a great gift. I mean, he, you know, you, you you become an abuser and then it takes a lot to undo those habits. And he has now had his year uh, anniversary of sobriety and, and we're just so proud of him. So I was, I was glad to be able to do that for him to encourage him, to let him know that just stay on that path. Good things are going to happen.
2: Right, and it's
5: going to happen. They're going to keep happening.
2: Yeah, so I'm
5: glad to be able to do that. And he was so happy to be there. <laughs>
2: that is so cool because I mean, you look at the Raiders team. You look at Darren Waller. He's a guy that you know has been sober now for over four years, and he yeah. he's he's had to battle Max Crosby over 18 months now. I mean, there's there's a lot of great stories, and so hopefully he's able to see that as well. And then, of course, with your assistance and everyone that's with him, you know, helping him keep on the straight and narrow. I think that that's that's a great story right there. That's, that's awesome. And that's really what this is all about. We're, again, talking with Dr. Dean Vaughn. Deneen Vaughn here on uh, Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. I got to ask, what was the reaction to, your game, to the game Monday night, the way that the Raiders won the game and then felt like they didn't win the game, then they won the game. Zay Jones gets a touchdown, a walk-off touchdown catch at the end. How exciting was just the atmosphere in the game in general?
5: You know what, so when you're a season ticket holder, all the people who sit around you from the seat visit to the um um other events that have happened we uh, we've come to know each other, and I'll tell you I was squeezing my uh <laughs> friend's hands so tightly <laughs> when we when we tied the game up, I had my tongue licked out like ah <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then we thought we won and we're screaming only to have that replay done, show that we didn't have the touchdown. Right. But when Jay ran into the end zone and did his little finger roll with the football, flipped it up, we went ballistic in my area. Like, I'm the cheerleader in our area. They know who I am. (laughs) I, I wear it on my jersey. Nice. And now that ESPN came into the stands and put that camera on me, they believed, like most of them didn't believe it. They're like, who are you? You're not a fan of the year. Like, everybody's a fan of the year. No. Uh, the Raiders said I'm the fan of the year. Yep. So, of course, I'm like a cheerleader. And now they know why. I'm like the biggest cheerleader. I cheer for every player when his name is called and he runs out. And now they probably see why I do that. Because I am, like I said, I bleed silver and black. So when we won... I realized that was a big win yes um you know it's gonna make a difference later in the season when everybody's tired and beat up that we we got that win over that team right and now it's one to the Steelers so it felt amazing uh the atmosphere in Allegiant Stadium I've been to a lot of professional football games and a lot of professional sports like MLB um basketball I've never seen a concert Mm, okay. At halftime, except right. in the Super Bowl, right? This is Vegas, baby, and the <laughs> Raiders are doing it Vegas style. Welcome home, Raiders.
2: Yes, yes. I mean, Gladys Knight national anthem, too short. Ice yes, Cube sir. halftime show. I mean, everybody. It was a star-studded affair. George Lopez was there. Lil Jon was in the crowd. I mean, it was it was a pretty amazing. Bruce Buffer he got the crowd hyped yeah. up. You know. <laughs>
5: Yeah, even the preseason game, Santana at halftime. Yes, yep. I can't, I'm, People are going to come to the game to watch the halftime show. <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly. That's what it's but all about.
5: I, <laughs> yeah, I'll be there watching my Raiders. Though um, I'm loving it. Like I shared with ESPN, my favorite team came to my favorite town the same year I did, and that's just serendipitous. It's it was meant so. I'm loving it, you know there's, there's so much to love about the Raiders and respect. you know it's not even common today to have an African American or a minority coach. It's not common today to have a female CFO right uh, but they did it in the in those decades when it was not just not it was kind of frowned upon it was so everything i you know the flash of game day and the flash of um. Winning is awesome. Every team has that, but not every team has the the background that the Raiders have. The tradition right. of hiring first African-American coach, first Latino-American coach, first female CEO. I mean, that's impressive.
2: Yep. Yep. And there was no rules. (laughs) There was no rules that said you had to interview a certain amount of people here, there and that. No, it was it was done organically. It was all natural. So, yeah. Yes, sir. So I
5: respect a lot of things about the Raiders. I'm expecting something good. And I'm going to say again, Coach Gruden, this is for you. We need to go to the Super Bowl
2: there it is you win the super bowl <laughs> just win baby <laughs> just
5: win baby
2: there it is that's great well you know what there's something else that the raiders have this special and that's you that really is what you're doing is amazing it's awesome i love the fact that you've you know been in the education field for so long and and just know what it means and, and again are helping raise our, our kids to be uh you know great humans and great you know men and women in society so we salute you and we appreciate you we thank you for everything that you're doing
5: thank you Q
2: absolutely there she goes Dr. Deneen Vaughn right there Raiders fan of the year for 2020, went to the draft, announced Nate Hobbs as a fifth-round pick. She was right there on stage. She was there, highlighted at Allegiant Stadium on Monday night. ESPN did a good job of going to her in the stands and even kind of following her whole journey as she uh, led up to that Monday night game. But most importantly, man, most importantly, above all, is uh, in the education field and has been helping youngsters and our kids grow for a very long time. And so uh, we can never, ever thank thank educators enough. So we definitely appreciate Dr. Deneen Vaughn for joining me on the show. Much thanks to her and much thanks to all the educators out there. Uh, You can never be thanked enough. This is Unnecessary Roughness. We're going to come on back, close out our number one here on Raider Nation Radio 920.
0: Did you miss one of your favorite Raiders radio shows, podcasts for the morning tailgate to JT the Brick Show, Unnecessary Roughness, and In the Huddle can all be found on our website. So check out lvsportsnetwork.com anytime and listen whenever you want.
6: Hey, it's Greg from the Comp Morning Show and 12:30 The Game. If you're having trouble with your car, truck, or classic ride—any kind of trouble at all—please reach out to my buddies over at Semper Fi Auto Repair. They have state-of-the-art equipment to help identify the cause of the trouble, and the know-how and the passion to get the work done right the first time. Gas, diesel, fleet service, and maintenance and repair on classics. I use them myself for repairs on my own car. Owned and operated by former Marines and Vets. That's Semper Fi Auto Repair at SemperFiAutoRepair.com. That's SemperFiAutoRepair.com now. Now hiring. Hi, it's the Herd. In sports, we often talk about a difference maker. Well, in business, there are difference makers as well. Ford Country in the Valley Auto Mall is one of them. With every new vehicle purchase, you get the Ford Country difference, free dent scratch windshield repair, and key replacement for a full year. Yeah. In addition to great service and unbeatable pricing, you also get the game-changing protection. It matters exclusively at Ford Country in the Valley Auto Mall. Why would you buy anywhere else? Are you ready for football season? Well, it's time to turn big plays into major paydays with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any of the nine MGM resort destinations on the Strip. With your state-issued ID, it's that easy. You get a speedy sign-up, and you'll be able to place bets from anywhere in Nevada. Then get ready for nonstop excitement with dozens of sports betting options on the BetMGM app. That includes in-play wagering. Props, parlays, and much more. From first possession touchdowns to last second field goals, BetMGM makes every snap matter more than ever. Download the app today and stop by a BetMGM sportsbook in Las Vegas to register. Don't let another football season go by without having Nevada's best betting app in the palm of your hand. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be 21 or older, and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. They said it couldn't be done, but Dollar Loan Center has done it. We've made getting a signature loan up to
0: $5,000 even faster. Introducing Dollar Loan Center Instant Funding. That's right, you can now have your signature loan funds loaded directly to your debit card with no waiting period. You can walk out of one of our over 50 locations and spend your money immediately. Or you don't even have to come into a store. Just apply online for free at DontBeBroke.com. Is rent due today? Need to book a last-minute flight? Or maybe your car registration's due today. Dollar Loan Center's got you covered today with our new instant funding. Get up to $5,000 in minutes. There's no added fees and no collateral is needed. There are never any early payment penalties and we give you over a year if you need it to pay back your loan. Dollar Loan Center is now offering instant funding.
3: Licensed by the Financial Institutions Division. Customer must be given loan qualifications. Review loan qualifications. Visit us at don'tbebroke.com. Certain limitations may apply. Loans are subject to approval.
0: I'm Justin Watkins with Bad Battleborn injury alerts. Some people call an attorney when they hear a catchy jingle or the kids memorize a phone number, but most people ask friends or family who they used because the bottom line is most people just want an attorney who is good at their job and answers the phone. At Battleborn, we have built our practice on the word of mouth referrals from happy clients because we keep our promises and get great results. So, if you need an attorney, call Battleborne Injury Lawyers at 570 9000. That's 570 9000. Heroes don't need capes to be noble. Our heroes wear uniforms, badges, and stethoscopes every day to ensure our community remains safe. Finley's Subaru of Las Vegas, along with Custom Jacks, Raising Canes, Distill, Horses for Heroes, Board and Brush, and the Las Vegas Aviators honor our first responders that strive towards a better tomorrow. Nominate a hometown hero who's made an impact in your life at vegas.com They could receive a two-night stay at the Casablanca Resort and Casino. vegas.com Welcome back. Welcome back to Unnecessary roughness, Unnecessary roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm
1: gonna have to kick
0: you, you know what? Today, here's your boy Q.
2: Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Just heard a really good interview with Dr. Deneen Vaughn. Definitely appreciate her time this afternoon. uh Coming up to start the next hour. Usually I have covered three NFL news and notes of the day, and I'll. I'll dibble and dabble and put some NFL notes out there for you just so you kind of know what's going around the league. But I also know that there's a lot of folks that want to get in and, and chime in on the show. So uh, get ready to line them up, man. 702-365-9200. Line it up. You got something that's on your mind. You want to let me know what you think a key to the game is going to be this uh, this Sunday. Uh, Raiders-Steelers, let me know. Again, 702-365-9200 and the Sam and Ash text line 69187 keyword R&R. You got a text 69187, that's your phone number. And then you got to put RNR, R, R, the letter N, R, at the beginning of your message and then your message. That's how you get through. A lot of times it's a little confusing when you do that. And when I say it, sometimes I say it so quick that you you might miss it. So uh, that's how you get a text in to us if you want to text. And of course, you know how to call 702 365 9200. I did want to pass this note on, just got an email from Raiders PR, Raiders in the community, and, you know, it's kind of been the theme of this hour, right, the community, and something I'm pretty excited and fired up about, just got the email that the, the Raiders are going to salute Nevada high schools with a new permanent installation at Allegiant Stadium. The Battle large display will be unveiled with football helmets of 96 Nevada Interscholastic Activities Association high school football teams. Representative of the Raiders and Intermountain will unveil the helmet wall, as well as speak about the shared common goals and aspirations to help build their healthier communities and families. This includes work with youth camps, mental health awareness, and addressing domestic abuse, education, and prevention at the youth level. And this is going to happen Tuesday at 10 a.m. and. One, that's really cool. Anyone who's listened to the show for a a while now knows that I'm very much into high school football, and I think that's a big deal as we have the Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the the Week, uh, and we do the interview every single week, and we have the game, we have the – the uh, showcase game. Matter of fact, Damon, you'll be going to the showcase game tonight as you've gone every single week. You've done a great job with that, kind of taking that on as your project. And so we really embrace high school football around here, and the Raiders do as well. And so it was just a marriage made in heaven when they asked me, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to, you know, have these coaches on? I said, yes, yes, and yes. Where do I sign up? Where do I sign up? And, and how many, if we could have two coaches on every week, I would have two coaches on. That's just how much I'm, I'm into it, and I think it's really special. Well, We've taken this a step further. That whole event that I just told you about that's going to happen Tuesday at 10 a.m., they've actually, and when I say they, I mean the Raiders, have actually asked me to MC the event. And I get to introduce the people that are going to be talking about everything that I just mentioned, the youth camps, the mental health awareness, the addressing domestic abuse, education, prevention. Those people, I'm going to be introducing them, but then I also get to say – you know, it kind of tell my story of why high school football is important to me. So just to be able to share that and to be around all these different high school uh, football programs that will be represented on Tuesday is really special. So I, I can't thank the Raiders enough for allowing me to be a part of this. It's an honor for Raider Nation Radio 920 to be a part of this and be there. DeMond, you're going to be in attendance as well. I know that. I'm excited about that. But, again, couldn't thank the Raiders enough for uh, having us involved in this event. And this is just going to be really cool. And I cannot wait to see what this wall of 96 different helmets look like. You know, 96 football teams are going to be represented. I cannot wait to see it. It's really going to be cool. So I wanted to pass that on before we closed out our number one. 2.58 of the time. We're live at the TI Treasure Island Golden Circle Sportsbook, 702-365-9200. What are the keys to the game for you on Sunday? What will you be looking for? What has to happen for the Raiders to return to Las Vegas 2-0. Let us know about it. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920.